Hello and welcome. I am your host, Lori Moss. And I'm her co-host, Alicia Mack. And you're listening to Divinely Violent. We are super excited to deliver this one to you ladies. We got to sit down this month for our May Spotlight to interview the founder of Gaidama, Miss Kendall. It was a really fun interview. I think it was a lot of information that I didn't really know about them. She's definitely a pretty cool chick. It will give a lot of insight to um, the consumers of the product. And it will give people who maybe were tiptoeing or, you know, pussyfooting around spending the money on the product, real information on why they should and like the things, the benefits that they get and where the money really goes. So it's a really. Oh, hell yeah. They are definitely worth the money. Absolutely worth the money. I think she convinced you to buy a pair. Oh yeah, I will be buying a pair this week. Um, we were just talking about it because it's my <laughs> fiance's birthday, and he is going to get new rash guard and spats. And I am like, well, me too, then. <laughs> it's my birthday too, bitch. <laughs> yeah. And this is our episode with Kendall from Gardena. I'll go because I have it. Um, basically, I know a lot less about your company than Lori because I came from a gym of all men and no, nothing cute. So all my stuff is just like hand-me-downs that I still have and like Nike stuff that I could find at like a sporting goods store. So I'm curious like about the brand, but tell us about who you are, who's like where did where did you come from and what inspired the brand from you okay um well my name is Kendall Vernon um I'm a brown belt I train out of Tulsa Oklahoma my husband and I own a gym here called Primate Jiu-Jitsu and uh when I was a blue belt um I got tired of uh the spats that I found on the market, I seriously probably had 20 pairs of spats because I was looking for something that kept me covered up that was functional for jujitsu. And there just wasn't anything. Um, even the ones that I found that had like cute designs on them and stuff, I still wore shorts over like compression shorts underneath them or shorts over them. Because, you know, when you are rolling with a bunch of guys, we get in these positions where like our butts in someone's face and like, you just don't want anything to be showing through. And, um, and so I made my own spats and that's how it started. I made the first pair in my living room. Uh, the kind of key features that made them different from anything else that was available on the market was, um, the second, like the liner that I built into the saddle area. So there's like a second layer in there. So I, if you're Every brand of women's leggings on the market says that they are squat proof, but technically all fabrics are made up of a weave of fibers. And when those fibers stretch, 
the gaps in between the fibers open up. And especially in a well-lit area, the bigger the gaps get, the more light penetrates those gaps, reflects off of what's behind them, e.g. your butt or whatever, and uh, back into the eyes of somebody who's looking. And so no matter how how tightly woven a fabric is, because all athletic wear fabrics are very similar now. I mean, you know, obviously there's a scale, but like anything that's like high quality or better, like we're, we're essentially, have, we have the same stuff. But no matter how tight that weave is, when it stretches, and it does, when you bend over, light shines through those gaps and you can see what's on the other side. And so with a second layer in there, now the gaps are essentially what they would be when the fabric isn't stretching at all. And so that second layer provides that extra protection. Um, So that was like critical to me because now I don't have to wear shorts over under my spats because they're essentially built into the spats and you don't see them. Uh, the other feature that was uh, unique to Didama's first spats is the waistband that we have. So we have like a high waist. It's got a thick band with two different pieces of elastic in it for security, plus the draw cord in between, kind of sandwiched in between this elastic. So another issue that I always had with my spats was that I'd be rolling and I'd constantly having to be pulling them up in between rounds, fiddling with the waistband. And, you know, that gets old fast, especially when you're in the middle of a fight, like the last thing you don't have to worry about is pulling up your pants. And so um, I designed this waistband that stayed put in that process of just kind of figuring out what I wanted to do in the first place, making my own spats. Um, I mean, it probably took like six months to get everything right. And then I just, people started showing interest in them, like other women. I mean, of course, like they did. They had the same problem I did. Like I wasn't the only woman in jujitsu with this problem. It turns out we all have the same problem. <laughs> and so um, so I, I sourced uh, prototypes from about 20 different manufacturers all over the world. And I just picked the one that had like the best uh, quality product and the best customer service and just kind of started moving forward with that. So we started with spats, of course, and then we moved into rash guards and then we started putting designs on them and moved into apparel and all kinds of things. And it's just kind of grown from there. And we'll hopefully have geese this year if things go well. We've been prototyping geese for like three years. So we're getting close. Yeah. So do you have like an art or fashion background? Yeah. No, I have. Um, so I, I've... I was a software engineer for like 13 years. That's what my background is in engineering. And um, so it has nothing to do with any of this. However, uh, I was like a super nerd, still am, I guess, but I was really into like cosplay. Sorry, cat. Um, and so I used to design my own costumes and everything and design the patterns for them and, and, and put them together and sew them and everything. Uh, so I, I had a... Uh, um, hobbyist background in cut and sew and, yeah. and pattern making. I said it in a couple podcasts, jujitsu is for super nerds. And look, a super nerd thing sure. has given a lot to a lot of women because I didn't know that you didn't have a seam up the middle, like Lori said. Like, And I was like, man, yeah. the amount of times I pull up my spats or my compression shorts and I'm like giving myself a full digging it. and I have to just <laughs> deal with it because I'm not going to yeah. pick it out in front of a bunch of men. You know, like, yeah, that's a yeah. Huge... just pretend yeah. like it doesn't yeah. exist. Oh, just <laughs> grin and bear it. This would be great. No, yeah. there's no shame in my game. I'm that is it is coming out. 
<laughs> Good for you. <laughs> well, I just hate it. I I hate that like most brands like Hyperfly. I'm wearing them right now. I love the brand. Um, one, you can see straight through these, so I can't even wear them while I roll. And then the inseam from their thick waistband for the crotch is like, you know, yeah. yay big. And I'm sorry, my girl is not yay big. Yeah, she's yeah. she's way big, yeah. and like she needs a yeah. lot of she needs space, you know. And I really love that y'all's like it doesn't put you put the slit down the middle. It's very like roomy. I feel like I could. I, I like I really like my spats. So yeah, no. Um, what inspired the Fox? Well, that, you know, as with everything that's related to this brand and I guess anything that I do, I agonize over it for eternity. Um, same was with the logo. I finally settled on, it's actually a Kitsune. It's not a Fox. It's a Kitsune. So this is a, a Fox like creature from Japanese lore who's known for being wise and cunning, shape-shifting, often depicted as a female, um, crafty, uh, powerful, that kind of thing. And so, I don't know, I just liked the all those aspects of it, and it just kind of seemed to fit the vibe. Pretty cool. Yeah. No, I like it. Yeah. Um, is, so would you say that that's your favorite um, design out of all of them? Do you ha- can you Can you choose a favorite? If you had to, um, so I'm gonna be completely honest with you. Like, I'm not really a pattern person, so all I wear is the solid colors. So I sell all these beautiful designs uh, that people love, but all I wear is the solid colors. And um, you know, so the black is my favorite. That's how I am <laughs> I'm too. also a solid color. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. cool what you have because there's a ton of people that like that, especially like the tenth planet people. They're so showy about their nerdy mm-hmm. stuff, but like yeah, the flashy, basic yeah, stuff yeah, it's cool too. If you don't want to make a statement that in that way, yeah, it makes its own statement. You know, like it, the subtle Fair, approach, yeah. which you know, that's that's my vibe. But my business partner Carla, she's a very colorful person you know and so like the artware appeals a lot more to her so I you know we're all different in this community and I think that's part of the beauty of it what makes it cool and so yeah I sell it but I just wear the black gotcha so uh would you say that she's more over you know the designs that go into everything Uh, or is it kind of like a a mutual uh no so so like two two uh has it been two years now uh, I can't remember if it's been one or two years. I feel like it's been two years now um, since she joined the company. So I think it has been two years. I don't know. I can't remember. Uh, but she started. So like we met because we were supposed to fight each other. We had a super fight. And I ended up breaking my rib like two weeks before we fought. So we didn't fight. But we met there anyway because she still came. And then we just kind of like kept in touch through social media. We lived in different places, but we kept in touch. And when I started uh, making these spats, I knew that she was like a very active competitor. She was my size, you know, just was very convenient. She has a really nice butt. And so I just uh, sent her some of my spats to try on, you know, and like make sure that she was also thinking like that they would work, you know, for her as well. And she loved them. And so she kind of helped me um 
like get the word out at the very beginning. She had like a pretty strong social media following and that kind of thing and had a, a strong network within like the competitor community. And uh, so she helped me in that way. And then just by watching like her energy on social media and that kind of thing, I was very ready to delegate that part of the business myself. Like I like right now, I don't even have social media on my phone anymore. Like I don't do it, but she's like really good at it. And so um, I ended up selling her 15% of the company at first to run all the social media channels. So that's like really what her main role is in the business. And, um, and then now she's a 20% owner. I gave her another 5% last year, but, but she, I mean, she not, doesn't just post on Instagram. Like she does, you know, she manages our TikTok, our Instagram, our Facebook, YouTube. She started a, um, Fox fix and bait this to get that series for us that we promote on YouTube now. So she does it. Yeah. So she does a ton of work for us. It's just like all kind of in the social media sector. Like that's, that's sort of where, of you know, her expertise lies. Yeah. It's, oh, it's a ton of work. I don't it's do ton. social media. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know. So before Carla joined the team, there was a time when I was working full time as a software engineer, running Gaidama completely by myself, pregnant with my second kid, nursing my first kid and training five days a week. And it almost killed me. And so being able to hand that off to Carla and like, let her do all the social media stuff. Cause it is a ton of work, like really saved my life. I mean, I was like killing myself trying to do everything. Yeah. That's awesome that you were able to get the help. Um, and it worked out like well for you. Yeah. Y'all's, uh, I remember yeah. like the social media up, like upbringing from you guys. Cause it was like, I would, would see it in the women's group. And then from the women's group, um, I think it was like two weeks later, my husband was getting ads on his Facebook and he like bought my first pair and he was like, Hey, I saw these and I wanted to get them for you. And I was like, Holy shit. I wasn't going to ask you to like buy these for me. Um, so yeah, no, I thought that was really cool, but there was just like a huge explosion and it was like social media presence. And I thought that was really cool. Seems like everybody kind of, yeah, probably due to her. It's a like running theme so far. The other, uh, company we spoke to the same thing. They were supposed though they competed against each other or, or they were at, a competition. I think they just met at yeah, the tournament. Yeah, they met at a competition, and they ended up by creating something. So, like, thank God for jujitsu. You know, like so many amazing things yeah. happen through just like random meets of you know you just mesh well. You wouldn't have met that person if it hadn't been for jujitsu. So that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. So it does. It brings people together. It really does. Um, and I also love that you said that you were training while pregnant. Is that what inspired the pregnancy leggings that you guys offer? Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, I was prototyping them during my first pregnancy um, because, of course, you know, if you <laughs> five years ago, if you Googled for women's maternity spats, like women's jujitsu pregnancy spats. Like there's not, that doesn't exist. That's not a thing that exists. So, and I did, I Googled it and nothing came up and I was like, well, I should have known that. Um, but I was like, Hey, you know, I have these leggings that are awesome. And like, if I just modified the waistband to support, you know, a pregnant belly, then that could work. And so that's what I did. And, uh, yeah, I mean, they are awesome. I wore them through two pregnancies. Oh, wow. So give us all the the deets on those for any expecting mamas out there who are looking for spats, all of that, you know, yeah. all the perks to wearing them. 
Well, so they, they do have the second liner built in still. So basically everything is the same. The fabric, we so we also, by the way, custom make our um, signature avant-garde fabrics. So these are like specialty fabrics that we make ourselves. So the fabric is the same. The underwear liner, the built-in liner and the saddle is there. So you get that double layer of protection. And the only thing we changed really is like how the waistband comes up and then got rid of the waistband and added this like super stretchy belly panel. That's like a full coverage belly panel. It's not a half coverage when it comes all the way oh, up. Nice, like a belly band. Um, nice. Yeah. 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 Like all, it comes like all the way up to when you can't see me, but like, you know, to here, like a full belly panel, you know, like some, some pregnancy leggings. I don't know if you guys have tried them, but they like come up to your belly button. Yeah. I, I didn't find that those yeah, were supportive enough do it. to like yeah. lift the baby yeah. up off the bladder a little bit. Like give me some back no. support. No. And when you're rolling, like they're not, that doesn't like, stay up at all. So anyway, so I did like the full, the full belly, but it's like super stretchy and it has, it's two ply also, but it's like two ply stretchy. So it gives a little bit more support too, which I found helps a lot when you're rolling. It just kind of feels like everything is a little bit more held in place instead of like, you know, flopping around everywhere, which isn't really a good feeling Did when you're you moving feel around. Like they were beneficial afterwards too, because I know when I went back, like everything felt real loose still, and like stuff felt weird on my stomach that when it was still coming down from after. Um. So, I know women that wore them several months after, like postpartum. Personally, um, I. I didn't gain a lot of weight when I was pregnant. And so like right after I had the baby, like I lost, I, I went back to training like seven days. I mean, I was like literally wearing my Depends diapers and rolling, <laughs> not kidding. Good for you. Um, I know I'm, I'm a little bit of a lunatic, but I did. Um, and so it, like by the time I was ready to get back on the mats, like just a few days later, like I just put on my old spats. I did wear a size up. I wore like a size up of spats for about a month until like I lost most of the you know, post-pregnancy weight, but I didn't personally wear them afterwards, but I know women who did. I think it's just like a matter of personal preference. Too, like I put on weight, yeah. I put on more weight after having the baby. So <laughs> I've heard that a lot of people do that. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, back to you. Let's see. <laughs> um, go ahead, Larry, Lori, what do you want to, what do you, what's your next one you want to do? I'm going to ask the fun question at the end. Oh, you want to ask the yeah. fun question? All right, that's fine. Um, so let's do this. Um, for all the competitors that you guys, um, you know, do the, the sponsors and have the um, discount codes and stuff, how do you go through the process of choosing those ladies and, you know, do you vet them, all of that, especially for, you know, the competitors out there who want to potentially work with your brand and, and be a part of the part of the team um so we accept applications we're like open to accepting applications all the time um we have definitely gotten a lot more selective over the years you know as like our our presence increases like we just get a lot of inquiries now you know we get a lot of applications now and so at this time we're pretty much limiting it to like brown and black belt competitors like high level competitors um but you know we also do make exceptions like i think that you know we have partnered with a lot of 
you know, world champion level black belt competitors in the past who I think were just kind of looking for free gear and not necessarily like something to be a part of. And, um, you know, we didn't end up having a good uh, partnership with them. So for us, it's not even necessarily like the, the top criteria isn't necessarily like your competition history or your belt level. It's really about like your energy and like what you're looking for in terms of a relationship, because we do want a relationship. Like we're not looking for someone who's just trying to get free gear, just like you're not looking for someone who's just trying to get you to sell stuff and not give you anything. Like we definitely want to harbor this mutual relationship. We support our athletes hardcore. Like we pay them for so many things that other companies don't pay them for. We pay for social media posts. We pay for competition. We pay for, um, uh, what do you call it? I'm losing my word. Um, seminars. We pay for seminars. Um, we pay uh, for the commissions, obviously, like we pay a monthly commission bonus, like based on their sales. Um, we also invite our top ambassadors. We pay for their full travel expenses and hotel expenses to come to our big open mat event that we have once a year. Um, so we, and you know, we give them a ton of year, <laughs> like a ton of year. So we, we definitely like do everything that we can That's to support them. And in return, we do have, you know, expectations of our athletes to help. They're our hype team. You know, we expect them to be our hype team. So we're not looking for athletes who are just trying to look for free stuff. We're looking for athletes who are trying to grow their presence too, and who are going to want to partner with us so that we can both grow. Um, and that's really the biggest thing for us. So like, yeah, I say we're looking for brown and black belt competitors, but we've definitely made exceptions for purple belts and even occasionally some blue belts, like just, you know, that really have like the right hunger and, and energy and, and want to be a that's part amazing. of this. Yeah. Do you think that that is something that sets your brand apart from some of the others is how, um, you know, involved you, how involved you guys are with your entire, like, it, it's literally like an entire team. I love how, you know, it's, it's like a whole army of little, little foxes out there. Uh, we do have the Fox army. Um, man, I honestly, I feel like a lot of things set us apart and I'm not trying to be conceited in any way, but I know that like with everything that we do, you know, like Carla and I both feel like our reputation is staked on all of this, you know, and like, and that drives us to put uh, the best forward that we can. And so from like the quality and design of our products that, you know, we spend months or sometimes years in the prototyping phase to the involvement in our community, like we give back in every, we have all these giveaways that we do, like just because we love our community and we know that we're nothing without, sorry, I have toddlers outside banging on my window right now. Um, my husband's out there with them. Uh, so that's, you know, if you hear something, that's what it is. Um, but, you know, we know that we stand on our community and that we're not anything without them. And so we're not here to just put money in our pockets, like some, especially some of the bigger, like OG brands, you know, like that are well-established, like, I mean, I hate to say it, but I think in a lot of cases, like people are just trying to line their pockets and like aren't here for the people, you know, and, and we're not about that, man. Like, like when we first started this company, like there wasn't like, we didn't even, we didn't pay ourselves anything for a long time. We didn't pay ourselves anything. Like our, our athletes made a ton more money than we did. 
you know, so it's, we're here for, you know, for the love of the game. You You're know what I mean? Jiu-jitsu something that it hasn't ever had, especially for women. Because ever had women in jujitsu ever had we were, never yeah. got any recognition or any money for putting their bodies on the line for all the dedication they put in. Like that's amazing to do for someone, and you should get back what you give to them. If you do that much for them, they shouldn't just be sitting yeah. around. They should be working their butt off to show you that you're you're making their lives easier, paying for travel expenses. Like that's amazing. Like you guys are doing absolutely yeah and and a lot of a lot of our athletes do I mean we we love our team so much and I think that is something that we have that's really special it's like our team we have so much love for each other because because we work together you know we work hard and we work together and like our team knows that they can depend on us to support them and we have curated a team that we can depend on too and so you know that we're we're always open to accepting applications to get back to your question, but we are definitely looking for like the right vibe and the right personality fit almost more than anything else. It's important. Yeah, definitely. It really is. Um, you said you guys do the big open mat once a year. Do you think in the future there could be more open mats or is this something that you guys aren't really into the whole um, meeting up? more than once um so i think that we will maintain at least one annual open mat per year forever that's free and open to the community because we've had a lot of success with that people love it um it's just a lot more fun you know like we've all been to like paid seminars and events and maybe you know most of us have been to some kind of like uh, retreat or something and they're cool. Um, but the energy is not the same when everybody's invited, you know, and there's tons of people there just from like all walks of life and everybody's just having, and we're all just there to sweat. Like there's no, you know, lesson, which is awesome, which is awesome, but there's not that it's just, we're all just sweating and eating. We have good food too, by the way. Um, yeah, yeah, man, we had like this killer charcuterie uh, buffet at the oh, last I one. Oh, I saw it. I was so very good. jealous. I was like, oh, damn, I should so have just good. gone. How about that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 for that. It was so good. Um, so I think that we for sure will continue to have that at least once a year. We might, once we have geese, we've talked about doing two of those a year, one that's no gi and one that's in the gi. Um, and then, but we also do plan to start like our first, you know, camp Gaidama sort of jujitsu oh, awesome. retreat next year as well. Like a paid retreat. Yeah. Yeah. There's, um, there's always a ton of, um, not a ton, but, um, you know, just retreats all around that yeah. mm-hmm. some are doing and they, they do look fun. Um, what do you think would set yours apart? from everybody else well you know it would probably be around this time next year so uh we haven't delved too deeply into like all the details and everything um but we've talked about including more than just jujitsu like finding a cool place to do it where there's something else to do in that area whether it's like a snorkeling thing or a ziplining thing or like something else that would be like just kind of a fun thing for everybody to get together and do and then, like, also have this jujitsu camp, um, you know, somewhere, maybe even, like, a hiking thing. Or we've talked about, like, I don't know if you guys have ever heard of those, like, uh, it's, like, 
um, I can't remember, like a survival skills kind of thing where they oh, teach you how cool. to make fire with sticks yeah, and like cool. set up traps yeah. and you know what I mean? Like something like that, or like, you know, figure out what plants yeah. are edible and which ones to stay away from, you know, like an hour long kind of thing like that. In addition to the jujitsu, I don't know. Just anyway, we just sort of yeah, brainstorming. Awesome. Yeah. Just brainstorming. Have somebody there to teach so. everyone how to change a tire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wish that everyone, yeah, that was a high school. I wish we learned that in high school, to be honest. Yes, same. (laughs) Um, So one of the biggest uh, critiques that I see, especially in the women's groups and stuff like that, is um, mainly the the people who um, complain about the price. Mm -hmm. When you purchase these spats, after everything that you've just said, uh, you know, you, you made these yourself. You make the fabric and you design your fabric and everything. What else goes behind the price of these? And this is something that I know is like, um, please don't touch that. Sorry. Uh, you know, it, it. some people do think that, you know, 70 bucks to for spats is a lot, but when you're actually, you know, able to roll comfortably and stuff like that, you know, um, what do you say to those people other than suck it? No, I would never say that. Um, but I would say that you get what you pay yeah. for. And, you know, if you, if you would prefer to buy $30 spats from, or leggings from Walmart or Target, then you're going to get single ply leggings that fall down and that wear through quickly don't last for a long time, aren't made of the right fabrics, you know, and that's fine. Like if that's, if that's where your budget is at, then I definitely have no disrespect for that. You know, I've been a broke college student before with $0 to spend and I never would have paid $75 for a pair of leggings when I was in that place in my life, you know? Um, If you have it in your budget though, like there is a level of quality that you're going to get in our product that you're not going to find in other places. And the fabric is special. The second layer, the built-in layer is special. The waistband is special. Like everything is special. And if, and we have had some manufacturing defects before. And if people send us an email and say, Hey, I got a pair of spats that had a flaw in them. We absolutely replace them. So there's a guarantee that you're going to get a quality product. Like I've been wearing the same pairs of spats for like four and a half years now, you know, like they, they hold up. And, um, yeah, I can attest to that. Mine are two like years said, old. You get what you pay for. And I really love that they don't hold like a smell. Like most like old training gear, you know, after so many washes, it smells like I feel sweat like no matter what you do. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you like go soak it in the bathtub, do a little a little rinse. It just like never holds a smell. But um, yeah, that's one of my like things that I like to rave about. And like they they hold up. I haven't had any snag, and they don't stink. As soon as my husband's stuff starts stinking, I just throw it away. I don't even tell him. I just throw it away. Yeah, maybe don't let him watch yeah. this uh, podcast <laughs> when we're done. <laughs> or just skip this part and be like, okay, right at 29 minutes yeah. and 55 seconds. Like, we're going to oh, just skip that. Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> oh, the audio yeah, went sorry. dead. Dang. 
um, but yeah, Alicia, do you have any other questions? I was, I have a question just for me. Um, so I used to be 300 pounds and I lost, uh, a, like 150 pounds before my daughter. And, uh, Good thank you. you. And I did it all natural, but I still have like, like a, like a skin apron almost like in my lower, uh, stomach. Mm-hmm. And I notice with like most fats because they squeeze a lot around the belly, I get like a poof in the front. Do you have like anything like, do yours have like the, the double panel that will kind of like hold in a little better? Cause that's why I wear double for mostly everything. So there is uh, more support in that area because of the second liner. Um, we have, so our first iteration of spats had a tighter waistband, which some people liked. Um, but I think that with the second iteration, so we're always like going back and evolving our designs and everything. And so we have within the past year, like just decompressed the waistband itself just a little without changing any of the other parts. And I think because of that, the general compression of the hip area, you get a little bit more support there without having to size up because of the waistband. We were getting some people that were having to size up because the waistband was too tight there. And a lot of them like had, you know, a similar story. Like they just had a little bit more extra, like in the middle and like they had to size up because the waistband was too tight. So now I think that this, this new design works a lot better for a lot more body types. We do offer sizes up to three X, which is another thing that is different from like, I think maybe any other brand in the jujitsu world. (laughs) Yeah. And, and we get a lot of people that say thank you for offering these sizes for us. And so that is something that we are committed to. Um, You know, every body is different. Every shape is different. Not every product works for everyone and like we totally get that uh that being said I know that um I can't remember if it was last year or the year before at Nogi Pans but it was sometime in the recent history one because one of our ambassadors Mm -hmm. is a super heavyweight and uh she was competing at Nogi Pans and every single woman in the super heavyweight division was wearing Gaidama spats that's awesome nice so I'm definitely gonna pick me up a pair because I I hate that feeling, especially after having the baby, you know, like mm-hmm. there's extra there too. I'm still losing the post baby weight. It's harder, you know, like I want to feel good when I yeah. go on the mats. And not only do you have for people that like um the cool, you know, like designs and everything, but if I feel like I look the way I want to look, that's a huge thing. It's but like I'll yeah. perform better because I'm not thinking what other people are for seeing sure. and you're giving, you know, absolutely you're women yeah. that like we're women. We're always worried about what people are thinking about us, even always. though we shouldn't. We yeah. are. So you're giving us yeah. something to protect us, you know, from another layer of that when we're in a man filled sport. So I appreciate that 100 <laughs> percent. Thank you. I mean, absolutely. Like, that's the whole reason that this ever started in the first place, because I felt uncomfortable and vulnerable in that scenario where I'm rolling with men and I feel exposed. No woman wants to feel that way. And so you're right. It, yeah. It's a big deal to feel that's, comfortable. Well, that's why we started this podcast. Cause it's like, there's so many things in the jujitsu world that women go through and it's swept under the rug or not talked about, or we don't like 
reach out to each other and kind of extend the olive branch to give that like, hey, these spats are the best for girls who have big waists. And you know, like, this is why they're better. And also like, here's what happens in some gyms that you should look out for. Like, that's what we're doing this for. That's why Lori was like, I really want this company because their spats are amazing. And I wear them all the time. And they're so good. And I'm like, man, I got my old Nike like compression shorts I've had since like high school that I still wear. So Mm -hmm. I appreciate it. And I think it it makes a difference. And I want to give to your company because it makes a difference in our entire community. So I think that that's what people should really be thinking about price wise, because we're not only giving to the company, we're giving to all those athletes that you talked about that you're putting on the map and giving a way to continue to grow this sport that what five years ago like you said women did were nothing in this sport even though they had black belts even though they work as hard as men they were nothing so we're growing and we need to help each other grow so I appreciate it you're doing an amazing thing thank you when I was in grad school I was working on my master's degree and I I went into the bathroom one night. I was staying late. I was like the only person in the building. I was like working on a paper and I went to the bathroom and I was so exhausted. And I looked in the back of the stall. Someone had put a sticky note that said, women have to work twice as hard for half the recognition and take that as you will. But it set a fire under me to do write this paper and make it the best paper that they had ever seen. And you know, to me, that is not a discouraging thing. To me, that is a, well, then fine. I'm going to work twice as hard. I'm going to yeah. work four times as hard. You know, let's, let's yeah. blow this we thing need, up. We need more women like that to represent all women. And that's why, like, I'm super excited. Like, even with our last, uh, our last podcast we did with uh, Combat Hair Probs, you know, we don't know this deeper story. Talking to you gets that deeper story and it will give, you know, your customers, our listeners, and then other people that are in the community that happen to come across it, a platform to look at and be like, man, like we're, we're growing, we're, we're a a unique network that we should continue to feed (laughs) into. And it's just really cool to see it happening and to like meet a bunch of people that are super cool and super nice in the process too. Yeah. So how, how old are your kids? (laughs) I just want, I'm curious. So mine is three, just turned three in January. Okay. Yeah. He's funny. (laughs) I, so mine just turned three, two weeks ago. I, my oldest one just turned three and then I have a one-year-old too. So. I don't know if I can yeah. have two under the age of five. That's, that's what that's what I'm gonna yeah, have to have if I want a lot. Uh, yeah, my last a kid lot. before thirty-five. Yeah. So I'm gonna have to like. Yeah, that's why I slid mine right under the radar. I turned thirty-six I'm this year, so. so. And my yeah. daughter's gonna be one in May, so I gotta like get on it if I'm gonna do it. <laughs> yeah, man, it's not just do it. You know, like you'll be glad you did. Our, like it is so much more work, but like. It, it's so wonderful. It's and so wonderful. You, not just, like I wouldn't trade it for anything. Like a mom, you're a businesswoman. You have a master's degree. You had a whole like successful career, and you said, you know what? I'm gonna even do more. So like, you're also Let's some two kids. On yeah, exactly. Like you're also someone for women to look up to in general. Like forget jujitsu. Just look at all the things you've accomplished. So good for you, man. Like that's amazing. 
Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Yeah, I think I really love, um, you know, we didn't get to have this conversation with you. There were a couple other brands that didn't respond to us in any way. So um, I really do appreciate you for yeah, you know, definitely. taking the time to talk yeah, thank to you us guys. and everything. Yeah. But I yeah. feel like our goals um, all align. And I really love that because you, even with the, the combat hair props girls, like we were, we, I still feel like we all want the same thing. And that's you know, for women to have a, a good community to be in. Yeah. And you're raising a daughter, yeah. I'm raising a daughter. Like, I want her to come up in the jujitsu world and I want her to have something to look forward to. I yeah. don't want it to be so, you know, like taboo to be on the mats and, you know, men don't want to roll with yeah. you and you don't have the things you need. Like, I want it to be easy. It should be easier. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. It will be. I, whenever I it first started doing jujitsu, um, and I started, cause you know, whenever you start engrossing yourself in the lifestyle and you have your normie friends that don't train, normie. it's a very lonely feeling where, you know, they, they stop inviting you to do stuff cause they know that you're going to be at open mat on the weekend. You're not, you're not going to the bar. You're not, you know, you're not going and doing the fun things outside of the gym with them anymore. So I experienced a lot of like isolation just because I decided to, that I wanted to better my life and do something, you know, a little bit more extreme. Weed out the ones I you guess. don't need. Yeah, but I, I felt like I had to go through a lot of these struggles alone, and I had to keep some of this, like, thing in. Like, never in my life would I expect myself to sit here and say, like, hey, like, I don't – I can't find any pants that where I can, you know, pack my coochie in. <laughs> That's an issue. I never thought I'd be able to sit here and say that, but you know, I can have a conversation with people and be like, Hey, like there, we have options now. We can talk to each other about this. We can fix these things yeah. as a group mm -hmm. and not yeah. just have to figure it's it out. It's not as isolating anymore. There's yeah. you yeah, guys are, you're right. you're, yeah. you and other brands and we're trying to add cobblestones too, but I feel like we're paving a road that is going to be a gigantic freeway at some point. But right now it's like a cobblestone road and you guys are laying those initial bricks that we're all going to be able to walk on. And it's, it's a really great, it's a really great situation. I'm just super excited that you gave us the opportunity to talk to you and you're, you seem like a really cool person. I wanted to ask you, do you play D and D? Thank you. <laughs> Why did you ask me that I just question? Just get a vibe because I do. I have a D twenty tattooed okay. on my. Leg. Oh, what is? What? Oh, that's so funny. I, I want to start. So playing. I har hardcore. I used to. What's your hardcore. What's your main? What's yeah. your main? Like, give me the basic more. like uh, race class. I mean, I was always a ranger. I was always a rogue. Always a rogue. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I did hardcore. Yeah, but I don't anymore. I just, man, I I had I don't have time for anything outside of jujitsu and business like, and kids I now. Like, like that's all D &D, I do now. It like gives you like uh like you have a better I have a better vocabulary from D and D, a better imagination, better critical sure, thinking yeah. skills. So like yeah, I think it it definitely probably sure. grew you yeah. partly into who you are today. Oh, I'm sure it did. Yeah. Yeah. It was a big part of my early twenties. Yeah. In college life. My D and D characters, like my main D and D character's name. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Isadora. What's her name? Thank you. Ooh, yeah. My great. D and D character was Adora. <laughs> so it's almost exactly it. Nice. But yeah. 
Thank you. That's awesome. But that's cool. I'm glad that I asked because I I kind of I kind of had a yeah. feeling that it's <laughs> it's a neat thing to yeah. share. But all right, and then um, yeah, we just have our last question, and then we can. So, I had an idea that we should ask like a gimmicky question to like everyone that we get to interview to see like a li- to like kind of give us an insight onto you as a person in a way. So this is what oh, we good. came up with Shoot. because it's, you know, we're in jujitsu and combat sports and whatever. So alive or dead fiction or nonfiction, who would you pick it to go against in a fight and why? Oof. Man, you guys just spring this on me like out of nowhere. I gotta rack my this brain. Is gonna give us like this is gonna give us like a who pops <sighs> up immediately. Yeah. It can hmm. be somebody super specialized to things you like or something. It doesn't matter. Like, does it? Okay. Well, okay. follow up question. <laughs> is this like a? Uh, is there like a reset button at the end? Like just in case I die, do I get to come back and like be with my family again? Like, cause that's going to have an impact on it. <laughs> no, you won't die. It's not, it's not a fight to the death. We'll say it's, we'll say it's a, we'll say it's a masters to equal level. Like they have a brown belt masters to like super fight or something. You can pick I just, gear. No I don't necessarily need someone my own fight, size, but, but I just want to make sure that if I die at the way. end, I get to come back and like still be with my family. Cause okay. Okay. I'm not going to die. No, you're not going to die. No death, no death match, just a fight, just a whoever wins at the end. Hmm. Man, that's a tough one. Like, it's got to be somebody, like, super epic. If I get one chance to, I mean, it's more about, like, being able to engage with somebody super epic than it is about, like, the fight even. (laughs) No, I'm like, it's definitely someone that can kick my ass. Like, I don't want to fight anybody that's easy. It would definitely somebody, someone would, like, wipe the floor with me. But it would be like, dude, I fought this person and, like, came back to life afterwards because they told me I could. Um... Oh, I do know who it would be. It would be. Tell, please tell. Well, no one's going to know who this is, so. Well, it would be um, Eris from Final Fantasy VII. We're all nerds, <laughs> but is it why? Because you would want to see that. Well, like I, uh, it had, character, like you would want to, you would want to see how you it, would do against uh, that character. You know like what? I see, I'm looking. It looks Man, like she see, this like is hard. There's actually a handful. Well, I'm just gonna put it this way. It would you be somebody that doesn't exist want, in real that, life that because I get this exclusive opportunity to engage with somebody. It would have to be someone that doesn't exist. It'd have to be someone that's, that's a badass. And it would have to be somebody that I have like a strong, like emotional connection with 
And so Eris is a top one. I played Final Fantasy VII like probably 10 trillion times when I was growing up. I was going to say Legolas is another one. Definitely have a crush on Legolas. Um, there's probably... Awesome. I'm sure that there's somebody from like the Wheel of Time that I'd want to pull out. Maybe Rand. I don't know. There's a couple. Cool. I like it. I like it. I like that. It, it Like I said, it's going to give yeah. the people that don't know you into that depth. Like, oh, she's like a video game nerd. So that's cool, that's too. True. Like, those are yeah, cool little okay. tidbits so of you as a person that people do don't just get, um, you know? Go ahead and... You guys have a giveaway going on right now, correct? Okay, we do. so yeah, give us a little bit more info about your giveaway mm-hmm. and you know, plug in all your socials, do our little outro. Okay, when does when does this air? Because I don't know if the giveaway is going to be running so still. So we are going to put we'll this put out. Um, you're going to be May. Oh, okay. May. Um, this is going to come out on the 3rd of May. Okay, so our Earth Fox giveaway will be over by then. Um, but we do have a monthly Fox Fam giveaway also, and that's like not conditional. Like that's any every single month we do that. We give away about $250 worth of stuff to anybody that's engaging from our community. <clears throat> um, so to enter that, you just have to be engaged with us on social media basically um so there's that uh speaking of social media most of our social media handles are at gaidama.usa tiktok is just at gaidama youtube i think is just at gaidama but it might be gaidama.usa too Uh, i think maybe just tiktok is at gaidama but usually it's at gaidama.usa and um yeah what else follow us like us try us out you know thank you so much You've been amazing. I appreciate it. Thank you so much, guys. It's yeah, been fun. Thank you. Thank you. It was nice to yeah, meet you guys. It was guys. nice to meet you too. It's nice to know the the face yeah. behind thank you. It was everything. Because I was just telling Alicia, I, I was like, there are so many people great that I don't I was you. like, I don't ever actually think that I looked at your face until I got on Facebook. And I was like, okay, this is her. Behind <laughs> every great thing in the world, there is a woman. I was always always. always. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> many women, but yeah. <laughs> That's all right. All right. All right. Thank All right, you guys ladies. so much. Well, if you haven't bought a pair, go do Bye. so now. They are always doing sales and giveaways and stuff like that. So please go support another woman-owned business that also likes to give back to the women's jiu-jitsu community. I really love that. That whole, like, Fox Army and giving back to their competitors and stuff. That was, that was really awesome to hear because not a lot of – um, businesses can have the luxury to do that or even offer Agreed. it. So and yeah, Kendall took was, the time really awesome. to give us a shot. So I think it's only right that our listeners take the time to give Gaidama a shot. And I do not think you will be disappointed. I know Lori hasn't been. And from what I hear, a lot of the competitors that are black belts, brown belts, high level competitors, they're not complaining either. So Get your get your uh, gear, guys. It's it's gonna be what will will be like a mini fox army through divinely violent. <laughs> yeah, 
that's really what I wanted this to be about. And I think we even mentioned that in the interview. It's just, I just want to build a big community where people can come in, feel safe to talk about all these things because starting a journey like jujitsu is like, I don't know. I can't really compare anything else to it. So yeah, sometimes the process of leaving your normie life to jujitsu life uh, can be pretty lonely. And it's, it's nice to know that you have. Yeah. I think we've done a good job so far with our first two spotlights that like, you know, we're receptive to dealing with us when nobody really knows who we are either. And um, they have been exactly aligned Mm -hmm. with what we want to do and what we're trying to do, which I think is, huge and beneficial for our brand and for the community that we're like you said striving to um be a like proponent of making or you know like I said in the interview cobblestones on a big road we're just cobblestoning it so yeah slowly climbing the way up but we are I guess our um what do you call it We are uh, open for, Jesus Christ, we're open to take new um, spotlights suggestions. So if you have anybody that you think is awesome and we should spotlight them, um, yeah, send us a DM. Always, you know, email us at violent. is it a podcast at gmail.com. Thank you there, Alicia. And (laughs) we're also on... um, Facebook, Instagram at Divinely Violent Podcast, Facebook, all that stuff. So yeah, if you guys, I don't <laughs> like any of that. I'm like spitballing. Uh, I'm trying to like keep it organized. Someone, look, we're we're talking about ADHD, and someone pointed out that like our <laughs> intros and outros are like not <laughs> not structured. So this is. This is a prime example of what it's like to have ADHD exactly. and try to like structure yeah, especially your thoughts when you're trying to on get, the like, spot. A lot of stuff, like especially, I feel like with us, we get off on like I I know I do. I get off on tangents and then it leads to another tangent and it leads to another tangent and my original point is just gone in the in the wind somewhere. So <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. oh. I'm like, what are we this talking about again? Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so. New monthly spotlights, ready, open, June. We will be featuring Gaidama for the next four weeks throughout all of May. Um, They will be our main, we will be sharing everything that they share. We will be, you know, we want our listeners to at least visit, like, subscribe to their stuff too, you know, share them. We want to add to the uh, progress that they've already made in their um, journey to become what they've become, which is way past what we are right now, but we still want to be a part of it, you know? So our listeners, if you support us, please support them because they have support us as well. Kendall is great. She's a very, you know, business savvy, intelligent woman, which is a great thing for, to be like a spokesperson for us women in jujitsu. I love seeing it. Um, yeah. Dude, and she's doing and that, she and, has a whole, like, and has two toddlers. Grown ass like, degree, like she has a whole real life, and she's also, you know, giving back to the community, uh, putting money in the pockets of female athletes that 
otherwise probably would get be getting pennies, you know, and she's she's doing it because it's the right thing, which is just like combat hair props, they're putting right back into the community. We like uh, our monthly spotlights to be those type of um, those type of businesses. So please, if you have any ideas or if you have anybody you'd like to nominate or if you'd like us to have you on, like we're always open to meet new people and do new things. So please, you know, that's our spiel. So they have options. <laughs> yeah, we have plenty of options, but there's plenty of ladies out there to support. So, yeah, drop in on all of our socials. We love you. Until next Happy time, day. stay violent.